Blog Talk Radio. long, but it is still, despite that, May 30th, 2021, it's, gosh, is it Sunday evening? It's Sunday evening, May 30th, 2021. Tomorrow is Memorial Day. My name is Tanya Hathaway with Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your story is told on Marty Oakley's TS Radio Network. And Stephen Burke's 89.9 KLRB FM Lighthouse Christian Radio up there in Oklahoma and in the surrounding areas. Marty TS Radio Network is a national show, and you can learn a lot more about her other hosts and her other shows on ppjg.me. And again, I'm Tanya Hathaway. I am your host uh, for Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard. And your story is told, and we are celebrating, it's Memorial Day, celebrating, I don't know, is that really the right word for it? I don't know, holidays, should they be called days around, and rightfully so, veterans, for holidays like these, for those that have served, so sometimes I just wonder why we don't pay more tribute to those that are serving right now. Now, given this is Memorial Day, okay, so today is the day to pay tribute uh, to those that have lost their lives in service. But did anybody know that it was Armed Forces Day on May 15th? I think a lot of people don't know about Armed Forces Day. So why do we have to wait till someone's dead or someone who's retired, which is Veterans Day, um, to pay tribute to some to um, somebody who served or is serving the armed forces, why don't we take and make more of the armed forces day? Why don't we do that? I'm just curious. I know there seems to be a holiday for just about everything these days. Um, some we can do without, but and anyways, that's just kind of food for thought. Which I thought, but also, if it wasn't for um, Truman, because Armed Forces Day, I'm going to go back because we're still in May. Armed Forces Day is a day that's recognized, again, but however, most of the days, most of the businesses stay open. It falls on a Saturday, so that might be one of the reasons why most of the businesses stay open. But, but I, also, I do think that the banks are still open when typically – they aren't on the other veterans' uh, recognition days. Um, hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I just sometimes wonder if it's because, you know, Memorial Day is more personal as lives have been lost. And most of us do know someone who has 
been lost in active duty, whether it be a parent, grandparent, aunt, uncle, child, or the next-door neighbor? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But I'm just curious. Interested in having some feedback on that Armed Forces Day, May 15th. Gee, that most of the people that serve know what Armed Forces Day's, Day is. And I just don't know why so many don't seem to know or why isn't it recognized more. It just seems that we shouldn't have to wait until somebody's retired. You know, and that's what Veterans Day is for, you know, somebody who's retired. Okay. Armed Forces Day should show respect, pay respect to those, regardless of whether you agree or not. They are serving putting their lives in danger and uh, they're willing to do that to protect us. Hmm. So they, you know, they signed up for a duty to our country to protect, to serve, um, and to abide by the Constitution and the orders of the, um, the big guy, the big honcho, the head of the free world. Hmm. But Memorial Day is tomorrow. So what do we care about Memorial Day for? Well, who doesn't know somebody who hasn't passed away? Who doesn't know have somebody in their family, regardless of what war it was, um, who has served? I don't know. What do you think, Marty? I think everybody knows somebody who has. And um, I'm all for honoring our servicemen, but uh, not for honoring the reasons they were sent to war, because too many times uh, they were sent sent to war under a lie. And that I can't forgive the people at the top for. As for the men who answered that call, they're... They're heroes. Yes. Yeah, I feel, I feel the yeah. same way. Look at the Iraq War. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, and uh, you know we've got uh, Stephen Burke. We're on. Uh, Stephen Burke is here with us right now, too. Um, Stephen Burke, how are you tonight? I'm doing all right. <laughs> did you Did you join in any... Um, picnics or or anything like that um, to recognize or you know sometimes I'm wondering if you know if sometimes the holidays is so called the holidays you know where where maybe people should be a little bit more stern you know have more of a warm family family day or with close friends and hoo hoo let's go party you, you know what I mean I I don't know and I I really do try not to judge because. Everybody needs a day off, but I but I, I feel that sometimes we lose we lose um, sight of these numerous you know so, so-called holidays because I don't I don't necessarily look at certain days as holidays, but you have to call it something I guess if you're going to get the day off. But I am troubled by the fact that Armed Forces Day is not uh, better recognized. What are your thoughts on, on that? And by the way, uh, uh, callers, you can feel free to call in because we're taking calls 
from the get-go. Who do you know? What do you think? Is this all in vain? You know, have have, have people fought and died, and for what? Uh, what's missing here? Uh, we've been fighting for our, you know, people have fought for what they believe to be saving our freedoms. In some cases, they they were. In some cases, they weren't. Um, but uh, what is is anything in vain here? Nine one seven three eight eight four five two zero. Press the number one. Nine one seven three eight eight four five two zero. Stephen, can you please, you know, I'd I'd really love to hear your feelings on this because I know that you do respect and honor uh, the veterans who are alive, those who have passed, um, those that are retired. Uh, but what what are your feelings on what's kind of rubbing me about this? Well, I I kind of think they've got totally away from the meaning of most of these holidays, including Veterans Day or Memorials Day or all that. I mean, they're they're just, it's all about party, I guess you might say, and, and all this ignorance with Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all that kind of ignorance. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got plumb away from from the basis that this country was founded on and what we fought for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I think so, too. Speaking of uh, Black Lives Matter, you know, they have gone down to an approval rating of something like 35% compared to like a year ago. It was like 65%, something something like that. Um, and, yeah, and, you it's know, went down to yeah, people are stepping out of the organization. An insider who was an insider for a year and a half just stepped out, stepped out too, um, and uh, divulged just how much it's not about really serving and helping the under, you know, underprivileged lives, that, you know, in black communities and and whatnot. But um, I, let me let me tell you, I was just doing some research and. Um, you know, I just there is a man uh, by the name of Th- Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sowell, and uh, my God, he's in his nineties now. He is still alive, although he's talked about a lot as though he is not alive. And this man was a Marxist at one time. He considered himself a Marxist, and he went on to you just. Anybody who's listening right now and, and wants to learn about an, another brilliant man, you know, like Martin Luther King, right? Brilliant man with a passion for, you know, for equality, not for division. Okay, so this is what we're getting from the Black Lives Matter movement is division. Now, I'm not saying all the people that have um, supported Black Lives Matter understand that the division that you know that undercurrent or tidal wave if you will uh and uh, of an issue that it uh seemingly has caused or you, you know you can't really deny the riots anymore even the even the the far left can't deny the riots um you know or the deep state on either party any party cannot deny the riots even though it was something that was like uh in people's minds supposedly you know, and this is really, you know, uh, the riots. 
you know, these are really the things that were um, – that this drove the country apart more than it's ever been. So there is a purpose behind these movements, and it is called Marxism, in my opinion. But I'd like to hear yours, people. I'd like to hear yours, 917-388-4520, press 1. Is it – are we really heading that way? Are we going to lose our freedoms to this crazy state of chaos that we have been in, that we are in. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I have reflected today. I'm sure there are many that have, so this is to not be disrespectful to anybody that has done that either. And again, I try not to judge, but, you know, I think about it and, you know, my dad, he, he was in the Korean War. You know, I have I have lots of family, you know, cousins that um that have served actively and and uh somebody who was based in Germany for about thirty, forty years as well and you know, I'm just wondering, you know what are we doing all this for if we're letting it be taken away? That'd be a real good question. Because we've certainly been letting it get took away. Yeah. You know, let's talk masks. You know, isn't that taking it away? Now, I understand, you know, I understand that, you know, the, the, the Declaration of Independence, you know, it's part of our Constitution and whatnot, and that was to remove ourselves from the British rule, okay? But was it to was it to put us under even more government rule all these years later, which is, seems to be what is happening now? Is it to defend the Communist uh, Chinese Party? Uh, you know, CCP, is it to um, make enemies out of allies because now we're taking away their staying power? Is it to, you know, you see magnets that uh, you can see people, I've seen it online, not in person, I'm going to admit it, people are having a vaccine, taking their vaccine shots, right? And they put a penny or they put something up to where the shot is and it's it's holding on to their arm. You, you know, it's it's like they're magnets. So is it to stand in line and allow ourselves to be turned into robots to what might not call what might not be called, you know, uh, the communistic party or on its way or socialist party? But it is really feeling that way. And, it, you know, my heart just goes out to those soldiers that have given their lives and the families, you know, and, and those that are giving their lives right now, that are serving, that took the oath to serve and protect, and how they feel about things now how they felt about things under Bush going into Iraq. You know, I mean, the truth comes out. Look at all the money, all the money. 
All the Power, the Special Interest Group. Marty, chime in, too. I mean, I'm ready for a real good conversation. Mm -hmm. Oh, she was bounced out. Okay. Just a little note on the on the Black Lives Matter stuff. Hamas claims that they are one and the same with Black Lives Matter. That's a Muslim group that believes in jihad and all that other stuff. That might explain a little bit of what Black Lives Matter was doing the last year or so, if you realize who they are and the founders of Black Lives Matter are communist, and they're also into witchcraft. They call up the spirits of the dead to help them do their job. So, you know, what kind of stuff you going to get going on when you're calling on the devil to help you? Right. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, it can't can't be good. good Now, we don't think that every Muslim that's in America is, you know, follows those, you know, chants kill the Americans, do we? No, I don't. I know that much. I know that there are plenty of people who have come here for the pure and sole purpose uh, for a better life and have come here legally and, you know, they've immigrated here. Um, But... Uh, um, so you, you, I mean, you're not saying you think that, right? Obviously, I, I have a lot of respect for people who have come to America because it is uh, still is, and hopefully will uh, get better again. You know, remains to be, you know, the best place in the world for for opportunity. Um, but we're also very much a laughing stock right now. It's it's it, it, it's carrying down the security of our nation. Do we have somebody else on with us as well? Hello. I don't know if we do, but I don't like to have too much silent time here. But um, I'm just I'm just wondering. Uh, Let me see. I I just got hooked back up, Tanya. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, James James Treat just sent me something. Well, James, if you're if you are uh, listening, why don't you call uh, in? Yeah, no, I, 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 that. I I saw that um, amazing post. I'm looking for it because it it opened up to. Um, uh, well, while we're in in limbo. You know, I mean, yeah, this picture that James just sent me is is a picture of a, a woman and what appears to be uh, her daughter lying on top of a grave that appears to be the grave of, you know, a fallen soldier. And this is where, um, and I, I have seen this, I, it's not, it's only letting me open this up to the page. I'm looking at the page for that exact for that exact one, uh, James. But um, 
Uh, but what it what it says um, in something that's been circulating is, you know, uh, this is why, you know, we don't, um, you know, take a knee with the national anthem. You know, James, okay. I hear you on. I'm, gl- I'm glad, James, that you're here. All right. James Treat, uh, he's a regular on our, our show and ha- always has a lot to contribute. Wonderful. Um, Marty. Marty Oakley, uh, uh, TS Radio Network uh, owner and host uh, of several shows, and Stephen Burke, 89.9 KLRB FM. Uh, James, yeah, that photo. Why, why don't you let our listeners know what that depicts to you? Thanks for coming well, on. I mean, it would be the... real... reason that we have this holiday pure and simple nothing more nothing less but it's a shame that people really don't realize that and 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 so and they're the you know and, and and you know i don't hear veterans ever really turning themselves out to be victims as far as going to serve. You know, of course, regarding the veterans hospital and whatnot, we need to stand up for them, for them to have, you know, the kind of care that they deserve and whatnot. So that's a different story. But well, I've people never take, heard... Well, people take life so carelessly. Yeah. But I, but, I, but, I, but I hear many other people, you know, call themselves victims of this and that and the other thing, but yet can't have or feel compassion for those that are serving our country, whether you agree or not, or can't seem to bring themselves to recognize. And and certainly this is this only goes where the shoe fits. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in uh, tonight, That it, who those who are t- tuning in, because, of course, you've got plenty of other things to do and, uh, um, and, and be. There's, you, know, you have more invitations, you know, Country's opened back up again in most places, except for the um, satanic Californias and uh, <laughs> you know places places like that. And even even Michigan is kind of she put herself in one heck of a position to uh, have to um, open back up to not be a, a hypocrite on steroids, which uh, that governor already is. But um, you know. I mean, we, that's exactly right. You know, I would see, I, I, I'm sure if you see, you know, that there's plenty of other reasons why a mother and her child would be laying on the grave. Maybe it's, you know, in mourning. Maybe it's, you know, the loss of, and a father, and the loss of a son or daughter given an overdose or addiction or suicide or tragic accident, okay? Um the drugs are rampant, the, you, you know, and that's because drugs have profits. And it's not just the it – is, it is all the bad guys that reap the benefits of those profits. But it would behoove many of us to actually know just how far are going into who and how they can possibly get into our country the way that they – are kind of like the same way that 
drugs get into prisons and during lockdowns on top of that. <laughs> you know, it would it would just behoove people to dig a little bit deeper, but but our veterans, well, yeah. You'd have to be older to maybe understand what I'm fixing to say, but I can remember when I was six years old, 10 years old, 14 years old, people went to the grave sites of their loved ones and paid their respects to the dead. Yeah. That has almost disappeared. Go to a graveyard. And even on this special day, it's probably the most visited because of them being veterans. But just a simple respect for the dead, period, especially those (coughs) that serve their country. You know, Mm -hmm. that's the ultimate price that... James? Yes, ma'am. This is Marty. There is no respect for the dead anymore. We have 21 states now, Washington State being the last to do so, to put into law the right to liquefy human remains and put that into the biosludge that's added to agricultural fields. Um, 21 states are doing this. Cremation, I want to be cremated. You do what you want. But now they're talking about liquefying us and using us as fertilizer they are feeding us back to us is what they are doing but anyway if there's right. no grave to go to unless you want to go to the nearest cornfield yeah yeah go ahead yeah and I'm you're sorry. not allowed to have a, a, a great yet you're not allowed to have a graveyard unless you go through the zoning and the permits and whatnot and, and we happen to have one our, on our family farm um you, you know which at first i thought was terribly morbid until i got to visit you know, um, my brother and my my father's grave there. You know, then it became a whole nother. Then I got it, but um, yeah, it's just you get charged, you get taxed, you get, you know, you just everything is under the rule, the rule, the rule, the rule. You can't even collect rainwater. The rule, the rule, the rule. Go ahead. I went off on a tangent. Well, it's just, I was just going to the point of what our culture is to and from. And it's because parents and grandparents aren't carrying on some of the traditions to their children and passing some of these things down. Um, I happen to think myself today about when was the last time I visited my dad's gravesite. As an example, and I actually thought, well, okay, well, where would you want to be buried? Well, mm-hmm. not here. <laughs> uh, and mm-hmm. that's sad. But, I mean, it's the value of human life. We, we, we just don't stop and value principles and morals the way that we used to, I believe, the way that we should today. Stephen Burke, do you think that um, human lives are being taken and used as leverage? Let's talk about the shootings. Well, not sure if I understood exactly what you're 
getting at there. Well, you know, um, this administration would appear to not want us to have uh, the kind of firearms that would be able to protect us eye, eye for an eye, so to speak. In, in, you know what I mean? Ourselves. Um, and we're having more shootings now. There's more murders now, like in the streets of Chicago, and uh, for instance, like than they had, you know, uh, in the full year last year. They've already, you know, doubled that. I believe the number is. Um, and yeah, are, are they? Do you think they're using that as leverage? Okay, so this is why we need to take guns away. We know very well, many of us do, that um, and many of these, you know, mass shootings aren't even real. Um, that's for another show, but just imagine that's the truth, listeners, okay? You, you can think, you roll eyes and think, you know, I'm wacky or anybody else who might, you know, agree with that. But some of these are not even real. And, um, and uh, I... Are they being used for leverage? And yet are people feeling so free that they can get away with just about anything because it's, it's uh, catch and release? And, uh, and if the person is, uh, you know, doing something illegal, states like California, states like New York, you're just letting people go. Heinous crimes. Can you know, I say something? Oh, go ahead. Go, I'm jump sorry. On, jump on in. Stephen, why don't you why well, don't you chime in and then and then Marty? Okay. We've devalued human life with the abortion and everything else. Till humans don't mean anything, you know. If you don't like the person, just knock them off and go on down the road, and that's the kind of society we live in. And then we got the government doing all these false flag operations, using it to uh, try to persuade the people to let them confiscate our guns and stuff. For putting it so much more eloquently than I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Marty. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm having a dickens of a time on this end. If everybody will pay attention, and you don't have to listen to Tanya or Stephen or anybody, but do a little critical thinking. Have you noticed every time they start pushing hard on these gun control bills, there suddenly is a spate of so-called mass shootings across the country. And they tried that here uh, during Trump. They tried it, and nobody was biting. So they did the usual, you know, they shot up this at school, and that didn't work. So somebody walked into a church in Wisconsin and opened fire. No reason, just did. (coughs) Unfortunately, there was a man in the congregation who got up, pulled his piece out, and blew him away. Yippee and thank you. They tried to squash that story. If he hadn't been there armed, many people would have died. But he put a stop to How this. About and you talked about the Marty. Yeah, well, these Utah. crisis, yeah, the crisis actors. Uh, there's an outfit out of Denver, Colorado. That call, it's called Crowds for, or Rent-A-Crowd. And they were the ones that were bussed into Ferguson, Missouri, two busloads of them. Their job was to create turmoil and loot and do all of this stuff and start all kinds of vicious things. And I think one of the most heartbreaking things I have ever seen show up on the net 
was the actual citizens of Ferguson locked arms across that intersection after the police had sent the media three blocks away to make sure there was no film coverage. And you could hear this bang, 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 and this is a psychological tactic. The police beating on their shields with their batons. Here came a whole regiment of police around through that intersection, and these people are holding their arms. Their their arms are locked, and they've got their backs to the police. And you can hear them talking, and they're saying, hold the line, hold the line. Don't look back. They'll say we acted aggressively. Don't look back. Don't look back. And it was then that it occurred to the rent-a-crowd, looters and rioters, that they were going to get massacred right along with the people of Ferguson. And they turned around and turned tail and ran. They got back. The only way this got outed was that three of them, they were promised, everybody who went in there was promised $5,000 by the FBI (laughs) for two days' work. This is what I mean. It's so hard for people to understand this. It's yeah, you know, but that's the only way we knew about it. A lot of people that are listening now have an open mind because they know they're on alternative. Yeah. Well, but the only way we knew about this operation was three of those people made it back to Denver, demanded their money, and never got paid. None of them did. They blew the whistle on it, and within a week, all three of them were dead. Go figure. But every time they're pushing these gun control bills, you'll just see all sorts of really bizarre situations occur. And like you said, Tanya, most of them, many of them, are contrived. Do you remember the big attack at the club well, there in Florida? There was a story And they were showing week. people there walking was... out of this. I was talking, Tanya, that they were showing yeah, people walking out of that club. And the, you know, the, uh, the two guys were carrying their friend who looks like he has blood squirting out of him all over the place. And they get out mm-hmm. of what they think camera range, stand the guy up, and they all light up a cigarette, and they're standing and they're talking. And a lot of the people they said were dead down there kept saying, hey, wait a minute, we're not dead. That they do this to us all the time. What this gets down to, in my opinion, and James and Stephen, I would like to, that was a hoax, I would like to hear your opinion on this, but it is, they don't care if you've got a gun or how many you got. They don't care. They've got weapons that are so terrible and they are prepared to use on us that it makes your gun look like a pea shooter. But what they want, it's the psychological effect. The Second Amendment is the underpinning to all the rest of our rights, and that is the right to defend yourself against a tyrannical government. Gee, where are we? And they want you disempowered. And when you disempower people, my friends over there in Australia got disarmed here 10, 15 years ago, and she said, we are sitting ducks. She said, They know we have no way to defend ourselves. She said crime went through the roof. She said the biggest criminals out there in our country are the police because you have no way to defend yourself. And that's exactly where they want here. No way to defend. As long as people own guns, the psychological effect, no matter how effective they might be against these monster weapons, can defend myself. I can fight back. I have a means of protecting my family, and they want to remove every bit of that from you and leave you powerless. Now, if you think I'm wrong, somebody jump up and say, hello. No, I, I think you're right. And before we get the feedback from from James and Stephen, I just want to add in, like, who heard about uh, this teacher in Utah this week? Uh, I, was there any station other than one that was actually covering it? And the one station that was, 
isn't perfect either. You know, I've been mad and I've, uh, and I've kind of like, you know, every now and then I'll, uh, I'll watch or I'll listen. But there's a, there was a teacher in Utah and there was a kidnapper that was trying to take a child. Child was actually, I think it was uh, in getting in the car because he had grabbed her. The teacher in Utah pulled out his gun, and that's what could have saved that child's life. Who knows what would have happened with that child? And then and kept and then kept the man there. The, the child finally fled. Kept the man there. Helped the man there until the local police came and apprehended him. Marty, did you hear about that? This week, Stephen, James, did no, you hear about it? No, I didn't. Not your fault if you didn't. No. Whose fault is no. it? Right? They, we don't want those. They don't want those stories out there. They don't want the stories out there. They only want, like you said, you guys, the false flags, those that are, far too many of them, to to try to prove a point. Go Go ahead, guys. Talk. Let's hear what you have to say. Well, I agree with Marty on terms of, you know, any time the Democrats, and I'll just, I hate using labels, but we'll just use that label because that's the side of the aisle that seems to want to push it. But whenever guns and gun rights and gun confiscation, when all that starts to take place is when you'll see an event on the West Coast or the Mideast, Chicago or Atlanta, somewhere there'll be a shooting to chime in on whatever activities or whatever rights they're wanting to try to take from you. Uh, it's been going on for years, if you sit back and think about it, but it's been much more pronounced, though, in the last six to ten years. Uh, One of the a, things, the, the, James... The bigger, the bigger picture is really The bigger picture is really going to disturb America when people wake up as yeah. to how much social conditioning a group of people that are supposedly the leaders of this country the the aisle and the path they've been leading us down and it's not for yes. our benefit and we, and we all know that look this was one of the things to be right in front of all the american people on the 6th of of, of uh, june right wasn't this just um forgive me not june uh, january I just think about this. Whenever that insurrection was, I'm, my head is not perfectly clear right now. But that to the level that the congressmen and women, the senators, you know, the legislation, the all the representatives, some of them that voted for impeachment, okay, that before any real investigations had taken place, because the fear of God was put in them right then and there. So this was such a plan. This was just such a plan. Now, are, there are people on the Republican side, you know, that absolutely did the wrong thing. You know, and nobody's saying that that did not happen, okay? But this was a design. This was designed to put the fear of God into those that were influenceable with in our reps. And before the dust even settled, they're voting on impeachment. Before the dust even settled, before any true investigations took pla- took place. Oh yeah, so now it's going to get investigated. Oh, geez. So you you, you know, talk about putting the horse. 
Yeah. That's all contrived, every bit of it. You should know I this know. from That's being in I'm D.C. Saying. This is, I, I am know. a confirmed yes. and avowed political atheist. I don't believe none of them. Yeah. If their mouth's open and sounds coming out, they're lying. But when we were out there, it became very apparent how they set things up. And the Democrats take on certain issues to play the bad guy. And the Republican side takes on issues to play the bad guy. And then they bat us back and forth in between. But they already know what they're going to do. All for division. It's all all a stage show, every bit of it. Those people have no loyalties to each other, no loyalties to us. And I'll point out just this recent case over that Gats guy, I believe he's out of Florida. And he, uh, of course, had demanded the hearing in front of the Senate for Britney Spears. It's one of the issues I deal with, conservatorship, guardianship, right? and what's been done to her. And when he made that demand, all of a sudden, people came out of the woodwork, people on the Republican yep. side, people on the Democrat side. Oh, he molested a 13-year-old girl, and he needs to be – if you knew that 13 years ago, 10 years ago, why didn't you say something then? But the point I'm making is they all – have a lack of morals, to keep a lack them in of integrity, to keep them in a lack of character, and then they collect dirt on each other, and they sit on it till it's an opportune time to bring it out and blackmail them back into line. That is exactly if what it is. Even I'm true. telling you. Yes, yeah, if it's even yeah, true. If it's even and, true. Uh, and, and they, yeah, go ahead. No, you, you, no, no, no. It's just, but, that, but that's the point. Now, I do believe that there are representatives that genuinely care and that aren't yet or or haven't been corrupted. You know, I think Tim Scott is one of them. You, you know, and God forbid he should come out and say his beliefs or his, how about data? How about data? When he was citing data, you know, this is just it. This is something that I read today, Thomas Sowell. You know, this summary of of this particular thought is, you know, data. Data versus being plagued with false knowledge and misconceptions. Think about that. If you're plagued and plagued and plagued with false data and misconceptions, it can kill our country. It can kill a family. It can kill a lot of things. Data. Data versus being plagued with false knowledge and misconceptions. And he also said the course of history, he also said, forgive me, he said uh, in summary that, you know, 20, 30 years ago, there were things that were being said that are not true. And those same things are being said that are not true. And it is because we are being plagued, plagued with false knowledge and misconceptions. Things that are being put out there as data. And it's scaring people that don't know better. Stephen? Well, you know... Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 go well, ahead. I was just going to... Chime in. Say that in, if you go back to 2000, I think one is when they actually passed the Patriot Act. By the way, Biden wrote that as a law several years before, 
uh, Mitch McConnell picked it up, converted it into the Patriot Act. This is what I'm telling you, the Democrats and Republicans, it's all one big party and you wasn't invited. Slammed it on the Senate floor, the House floor and the Senate floor. Cynthia McKinney, Democrat, only person in the House who stood up and voted no. And her objection was, before they took the vote, that no one had had the time to read this thing and that she Mm -hmm. would not vote to pass it until they were allowed. They passed it anyway. But this is what I'm saying about they're all working together against us. It's them against us, and us is losing. Or trying to make it seem like they're getting something done. Yes, but they they work together on this. Three Democrats vote no that should have voted yes, and three Republicans vote yes that should have voted no. Oh, it was partisan. No, it was passed by arrangement. And But they do this stuff all the time. Cynthia McKinney, by the way, um, was drummed out of the House over this. What? And to this day, she gets dogged and tormented and retaliated against for objecting to the passage of that bill and outing them for not even reading it to this day. You cannot find a senator or representative, state or federal, who will admit to reading that law. And it, it was a direct hit on our constitutional rights. That's all it was about. We had 1,500 standing laws, state and federal, on the books to deal with terrorism. And then, by the way, Department of Homeland Security just announced this last week that they are setting up a domestic terrorism agency and so that they can come after those of us who don't agree with the okay. Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. script. So, and that's oh, what yeah. it's for. We are considered they're, domestic terrorists. They're collecting our data. If we're online, they're yes. they know who we are already. They've known who we are already. Now they can just come after us. And what about the IRS? All the money. Look at these these relief funds. These you know so-called relief funds are are are, are just packages for an Tanya. for an agenda. And the least part of it goes to actual relief. Yep, James. You'll find some humor in this. You made the statement just a few minutes ago about false knowledge being fed false knowledge, and it's just all over the place. And we got social media training, and we got the media on TV fact-checking, and we got Facebook fact-checking. Consider this. I actually posted a meme that simply said, no amount of evidence will ever persuade an idiot. And it was under the auspice that Mark Twain said that as a quote. Right. Facebook checked that and said that was false information. (laughs) Now, think think about this for a minute. Was anybody alive back then to know whether he ever said that or not? But Facebook said he never said that. Oh, no, they've been been really... um... The fact-checkers are sitting over in China. That's where your fact-checkers, there are some here, but the majority of them are in China. Yeah, but but it's it's the fact-checking of false information, and it could be truth, it could be false, it wouldn't matter if it disagrees with what? Their opinion. Yes, exactly. Well, Stephen, you you taught me how to check. That's for back to the false information that's being propagated to the American public for the last 50, 60, 70 years, ever since yeah, we've had just... TV. 
let's just call it what it is. It's been a giant brainwashing campaign by the government. Yes. And it's and the going other on in our Is this corporation owning the government, or is the government owning big corporations? Well, supposedly we became not a corporation, I believe, um, under Donald Trump. There are some theories about that, that uh, we were disenfranchised. Um, so that's interesting. We'll see what comes of that. Well, that's just, that's wrong. being ignored. I mean, yeah, you've, you've got the false actors still carrying on the defunct entity out there, and nobody cares enough. Nobody cares enough a bunch of, to stop it. A bunch of pretenders. Yeah, and nobody it's, does no about it. it's no different than this little government here in the town I live in. Same thing. Mm-hmm. They're just pretending. And everybody lets them keep on pretending. Biden's mm-hmm. pretending, and everybody's letting him keep on pretending. I mean, is, it, did you watch his, his speech the other day? You, you, you know, did you, I'm just, is he, I mean, I understand he talks about his son, Bo, okay? And then he said, no, you know, I shouldn't be, but I'm going to go anyway. You know, and I, I just wonder, is this for the sympathy? Because many others have loved ones that that are lost as well. And then he did the politically correct thing in the in the end. He stood up enough for it. He lasted long enough to do this by praising and and, and whatnot. It's just a stumble. On well, an, answer to your answer to your question, Tanya. The corporations created the government corporation for themselves. Right. That's the answer. Right. All you got to do no, is go I'm, back on the. All you, you got to do is go back Facebook, on the timeline when we when we needed money and we had to borrow money, and it was the bankers that set up the corporation that borrowed the money back from them. So I mean that's just history. Yep. What is it? How many trillions? What comes after trillion? By the way. <laughs> that's you know? a big pile of money. <laughs> I, I I don't know what comes after a trillion. Does anybody hear? I, I meant to look it up. I know a zillion comes somewhat thereafter. Oh yeah, I think. Oh yeah. So I think it was uh, the the second stimulus, so-called stimulus package. Y- you know, I forget what we talked about on the show. If you stack up all those single dollar bills, how many miles? It went to or halfway to the moon or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I remember. I certainly don't want to uh, be one, be uh, a false a false information giver. But it was just crazy. crazy. Uh, well, you it, know, Tanya, you know, during the. I'm sorry. I was no. going to say during when when we ran up to the Iraq War, Condoleezza Rice was sent to China. And to bargain with them because the IMF World Bank will not accept anything as collateral from any country other than land. So she was sent over there, and China wouldn't loan us any more money because we were already verging on bankruptcy, if not fully bankrupt, and already mm-hmm. owed them a trillion or so. I mean, just an ungodly amount of money. And so she went over there, and she hypothecated our land, our forests. Um, the, all of the 
agriculture, prime agricultural land, especially in the Midwest. She hypothecated, in other words, she took our assets and put up as collateral to China for them to loan us money to go kill the Iraqis who did nothing to us. But they did have a lot of oil. And um, But people you know, don't seem to understand with all of this money being borrowed, more of our land was put up as collateral. What we think we own, we don't. We cannot repay the debt, more, and we can't more, more land the, than anybody in the United States. That's Bill Gates, people. Bill Gates. I mean, connect the dots. Yeah. So when when they did this, and all these stimulus checks are coming out, and everybody, this is to placate you and keep you from hitting the streets about this terrible hoax they have played on the country with this faked-up virus. And it's to keep you quiet, keep you in place, so you don't rise up. And to be said, you said you I can't wait until people, the next one you... comes in so that they've got you yeah. chanting for it. Abusive well, relationship. The thing, yeah, the thing about it is, and I keep telling people I wouldn't be so happy because it's you that's on the hook for that borrowed money. It isn't the government. It's you. Your assets were put up. And it's you who will repay this money if it ever is repaid, if it ever can be repaid. They owe Social Security from the Johnson administration, it just topped $4 trillion. He opened up the trust fund to the general fund, and it now all your uh, Social Security just goes into the IMF World Bank as a designated revenue stream. There is no longer a trust fund, hasn't been since Johnson. And they are now tapping into the principal. This is why they're so pressing so hard to collapse Social Security. Um, and they're trying everything they can to collapse it. They're killing yes. people, so it can still be there, maybe, right? Because they've yep. it, it, yes. because it's been so ruined. Yep. Wow. And so we have, and that's the thing too. They, uh, I've heard Nancy Pelosi uh, cannot stand that woman several wow. times talking about uh, an unfunded liability. What an unfunded liability Social Security is. Oh, no, it's very well-funded. What you're talking about is the money you in government stole from Social Security that you can't pay back. Not only can you not pay it back, you have no intention of ever paying it back. You never did. So the next best thing is let's get rid of the people who are making a claim on it. And they're doing a real good job between hospice and this fake virus and the other crap they do to the elderly people. Uh, they're weeding us out left and right. And this is happening globally. This isn't just here. This is happening globally, but they're getting rid of the elderly people. Anybody over 60, we had that doctor come right on CNN and say that anyone, uh, everyone had no reason to live beyond the age of 75. There was there was no purpose in it. And we had a, that other come out, it was a woman, I can't remember her name, uh, come out here recently, and she said, that people, when they hit 60, should have the choice from that point on to self-euthanize um, because they've basically gotten everything they should out of life, and they need to make room. And those resources need to be available for these young people. Well, excuse me, I helped put all those resources there. you know, came on when things were, you know, becoming peak, and you were saying, you know, lives are going to have to be, you know, some people are going to have to give it up, give it up, and he was referring to the older people. 
he was referring to older people yes. that, you know, they're going to have to, you know, basically give up their seats in life. Well, and Stephen said he something about it. Did about, covered it up. Stephen talked about them um, indoctrinating, brainwashing you, conditioning you. And this, I'm seeing this everywhere, Tanya, about, yes. you know, respect your elders, but at some point we have to face reality. Do you really think we should allow people to live in, into their 90s? And what's the purpose? Do you think that's fair to them? Wouldn't it be better just to let them go? In other words, wouldn't it be better if we just murdered them so we don't have to deal with them? And right. Right. But I'm seeing this stuff that's, everywhere. And something I want to give a heads up on, I keep seeing from various senators and representatives, both Democrat and Republic, here and there, the mention that these imaginary boundaries between the states, these imaginary lines, and, stuff, and wouldn't it be better if we just did away with that? Get rid of these imaginary, I mean, they don't exist. Uh, yes, they do. I can show you right on a map. They They're sure identified, they longitude, sure. latitude. Don't tell me it's imaginary. Well, it's, I know exactly it's, where it's it is. It's like we're becoming different nations. Yes. Depending on what state we're in. Yes. Yes. Well, I, on the gun control thing, I've noticed now, I think it's six states, if it isn't more, um, six states have passed laws that the state in law enforcement and nobody else in the state is to enforce any federal gun control. And they have the right to do that as long as they don't contract with them. They have the right to do that. And so they're having a fit. They're trying to figure out how to get around that because several of these states and said, no, we're not going along with this. With but anyway. Area. I know New Hampshire has that. Yep. I believe Texas has that. I believe Oklahoma has that. Um, you, you know, um, it's a wrecking ball. It's a wrecking ball. And, you know, and this is, again, you know, we're getting back to, you know, what are we all about? United States of America, if we are so over-governed, you know, that, that it's taken away the very freedom that we're supposed to stand for. You know, and Biden basically said, well, there, there's uh, nothing that can't be amended. Well, you know, that, that's true to a degree. But you can't just do an executive order amendment. I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. And, uh, but what's happening is you're trying to fill up these seats so much with so many radical thinking people that, you know, oh, it will have gone through the constitutional process. And they're stealing it, stealing it, killing people, you know, holding people hostage, exploiting them. Um, you know, uh, doing what might have been done to Matt Gates. I mean, I don't, that's, or I don't know. I don't know what's true there. I don't know what's true there. But, but like you said, we do know that they, but that because he came up, because he was insisting that Britney Spears, you, you know, get, you know, her chance in, before the court, right? You, you know, so that other people don't steal her millions and billions, right? You know, I, 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 that, that that could start a big movement, and that could actually be policy changing. Or how about policy enforcing, right, Marty? Because you're not supposed to steal the mind yep. and, right. and, well, and what the they body do is, is called, of older What people. they do is called trauma-based bonding. And uh, it's just, 
I'm telling you, I don't know where all of this is going to end up. It doesn't bode well for any of us. And I don't know about the rest of you, but I am so tired of the apathy and the willingness of the public to go along with what obviously is BS. And I, I, it actually angers me quite a bit, the apathy. Mm-hmm. Well, and that attitude of what are you going to do? Well, there's nothing you can do. Well, if you sit there on your butt, there sure isn't. And, it, you know, but the idea of actually getting up and presenting themselves, standing up, and they'll be the people that will scream the loudest when everything is taken from them. They will scream the loudest. I didn't know. I didn't. Yeah, you did. You didn't pay attention. You didn't pay attention. Okay. I was too busy down at the ball game. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good point. Good point. I mean, that's right in the Communist Manifesto. If you want to take over a country, get the people involved in sports, and they'll be too busy paying attention to what you're doing. Yeah. Says it right in the Communist Manifesto. Really? Yeah. Sure does. That's interesting. That's interesting. And now, um, you know, some are saying ban China from, you know, being part of the Olympics and whatnot. I wouldn't have a problem with that, quite frankly. Uh, you, you know, because I, I feel as though, you know, we need to stay away from intermingling with, with China on a national level. Um you know, how many hundreds, thousand, how many uh, are there students are there in our in our universities <laughs> and in our colleges, and they pay cash, people, they pay cash, it's my understanding. Now, again, I don't think that every every student from China is spying, okay, is, or is part of the CCP, but I would venture to say, based on what we are learning and the reports that have been out there, Data, people, data, 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 as opposed to being plagued with false knowledge and misconception. Okay, data, according to many, many reports, um, that, I mean, they're professors. They are taking privileged information, and, and they're stealing it and, and, and giving it to China. You know, the research, the this, the that. We've got to stop getting prescriptions from China. We've got to stop them from making things. Because if they're willing to go to the extent that supposedly they did, okay, then guess what? Guess what? What's going to be put in prescriptions that are shipped over here? I, I mean, what... Just think of all of the contaminants that we could be subject to, that we already are subject to. It's as scary as can be. Look at what we put underneath our arms if you're using regular deodorant. Just look look up the ingredients. People want to know why I smell. I smell. Well, see, here we go. <laughs> you know, now use natural deodorant. <laughs> you know, think about the chemicals that we are spending good money for because they have pretty packaging. Because advertising lures us in. Think about the things that we're eating. This is all 
it all circles around to, you know, keeping the big corporations in business, the, you know, the pharma, the money, the greed, the power, the control. Very scary. It's, it's what we fought against. When, when, when people fight in these wars that are for a reason and why we come up with our Constitution and our Declaration of Independence, you know, it was to get away. It was to get away from this kind of government. But the government is supposed to protect us, too. It's supposed to protect us from these things that so many other countries ban. What's up with that? Marty? Marty, you and I are both really into, you know, the natural things. You too, Stephen, you do the coconut oil and whatnot. But, you know, just let's look at the things that we're, that they're feeding us. And that most of us are just chomping right down or drinking right down. Yeah, it's a chemical farm. Some of them's to make you addicted to their chemicals, and, and there's 15,000 different chemicals that they do not have to put on the food label. It's not required for those chemicals. They can be in the food, and they don't even have to label it. Yeah, they can wow. label it spices, other spices. And yeah. those are chemicals that they don't have to tell you what it is. One of the things, one of the worst things in uh, in the grocery stores is uh, like deli meat, like where they'll slice ham or turkey or packaged luncheon meats. They've all been sprayed with over 200 live viruses and bacteria, supposedly to kill some bacteria that forms on it naturally, all of it known to cause cancer. And yet all of that deli meat is continually sprayed with this stuff before it's put out there for you to buy. And I, I don't know, you know, we've got such an epidemic of cancer, or the, what they're calling cancer. Um, I'm not sure what it is, quite honestly. The but autism, they're doing something the kids, to us. The autism, the That's vaccine. ADD, yeah. 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 So yeah, the vaccines have have absolutely destroyed a, a couple of generations of kids. Um, <laughs> it's it's really quite a travesty. And this is I don't know what you guys and I'd really like to know what you think. But I personally think the USDA, the FDA, and the CDC, which is a private corporation, it is not, it's contracted to the federal corporation, but it is privately owned. They own 83 vaccine patents. I think every one of these should be shut down. Uh, the FDA, for money, will allow drugs like Leviquin to be put on the market. Leviquin was developed to fight the infection chemotherapy causes. And by the way, if you check the Big Pharma death clock, um, and it's fully resourced, 22 million people dead in 20 years from chemotherapy and radiation. Oh, give me some of that. Um, but, the, but they'll call part of the it problem. from the cancer. Yes, but it's from the treatment. I mean, you're using right. two things on individuals you say have cancer, when uh, the, what you're using causes cancer, is known to cause cancer. Here, it's been three years ago, 
Johns Hopkins put out a, a report that said that over 2 million people had been diagnosed in the previous year with cancer who never had it, most especially women and breast cancer. And they cited the use of mammograms and said they give an 84% false positive and 64% of the time they miss an actual cancer. And when they queried the hospitals about this, and gave them this information. They said, yeah, they knew it, but the machines were so expensive they had to keep using them. And after all, we're just talking about women's breasts here. It's not like we're talking about the family jewels. We're, we're talking about women. Let's just cut those dogs off. But, you know, this, these are women. You know, I was on a show and also in a doctor's office at one point, and the doctor was screaming at me about getting a mammogram. I said, no, thanks. I'll pass on that one. And he said, well, you're being an idiot and everything else, and I'm getting up gathering my things because I don't put up with that crap. And I turned around, and I said, I'll tell you what, I'll make you a deal. You go in there and put the family jewels between those two plates, and we'll crush them, and we'll shoot them full of radiation. And when you're pissing out of what looks like a beaver's tail for the next week, if you still think this is a good idea, I'll go put my breasts in there. And he was, the minute I mentioned you know, him being subjected to this, the color went out of his face. And But this is the way it is. Um, medic, medicine is notorious for its gender bias. Up until about 20 years ago, there were no studies of women's health of any consequence. It was all about men. It's all about men, their health, what they could do for them. And it was after women raised hell that they started changing that. But we have all of these things, and I think, let's go back to this Leviquin. Develop to fight the infection chemotherapy causes in the body as it kills everything that comes in contact with. The only problem was when they added it to the chemo routine, it was killing people faster than they could collect the projected profits. So they went to the FDA, paid a $5 million fast-track fee, and had it put out as a general antibiotic. It is anything but. Um, I suffer the effects of Leviquin. have done an extensive study on this. There are... In, in across the country, in every state, four, five, six, seven hundred, up to a thousand lawsuits against Leviquin in district courts. There are at least six class actions that is uh, suits going on right now against Leviquin. What Leviquin does is just like chemo; it stays in your body; it never leaves. It just keeps circulating. Uh, in my own instance, it, it attacked my wrists and my ankles, which is common with this drug. And I, even now, these years later, get under-the-skin hemorrhages around my wrists and ankles. They can be dot size up to the size of a quarter or bigger. And these happen routinely for no reason whatsoever. But they are always preceded with what feels like a sharp lightning bolt in, like, say, my wrist. And it's brief, but it'll take my breath away, and then these things come up. That's Leviquin. But this is what I'm saying. They, they don't care. Um, just like with this vaccine that isn't a vaccine, they admitted it's an onboard operating system, according to AstraZeneca. A uh, little jolt of honesty there. And, mm-hmm. But it, this, is, this is going to kill people. It has already killed well, close to 5,000. And there, okay, many more are going to die from the after effects. Yes, and, and, and just think about this. Most people that even did not have 
that go opt in for the vaccine, they have had the test because they have to in order to go to a certain event or to go to school or to go uh, to be a part of your team or to uh, what, what, whatever it is. If you're around somebody, oh, did I get it? Did I get it, right? Well, guess what those swabs have on it? It's called ethylene oxide. Now, ethylene oxide is a flammable toxic gas that's used as an intermediate and a fumigant. This is what China people have coated onto those swabs that are shoved way up their nasal passages to test for COVID. They're made in China. This China, it, it, they're out to destroy America one way or another. This is what is in um, oh, uh, um, antifreeze. It's highly explosive, reactive. There's many cancers that are associated with exposure to ethylene oxide, which they're shoving up our noses. Lymphoma, leukemia, stomach, breast. I know uh, me, personally, I'll raise my hand and say, oh, I've been looking, spending my time looking up what's, what's, what's in the vaccine just to, you know, just to debunk it all, right, which I do. I personally debunk it, okay? But, but, you know, I know that I've seen some videos that are showing close-ups of these swabs with, like, some moving little parts on them, like these little hairs that are actually moving. So if we're worried about the vaccine. I mean, are the people who are getting the vaccines the ones that are going to be safe versus the ones who uh, nobody's safe? I've I've had the swab shoved up my nose several times, that I will say. How about you guys? Nope. 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 Come out sooner than you guys then. The, yes, the people has been. Well, I didn't do it voluntarily. I kind of had to do it if uh, I was going to participate in certain things that were important to me. Um, you know, have access to my kids. Yeah, but but the next thing is your life more important to you or, or that stuff? Because what's happening and it's starting to show up real bad right now, and they're trying to keep it hushed up. Is people's getting brain cancer right where they shoved that swab up there and put all that cancer causing chemicals on that membrane between your sinus and your brain. And this is what... I think there's... You know, and that PCR test uh, was not developed. The man who developed it before he just serendipitously dropped over dead made a video that he was the one who developed the PCR test and it was not intended and could not detect viruses. And... So they're using, and the CDC came out and said they already knew that 95% of the PCR tests gave a, were a false positive, but yet they told people they had this virus, this virus that they can't isolate or identify. Well, you've got it. Um, how do I have and it if you don't identify. even know what it right. is? It could be a cold. Yep, corona is, is your common cold. Several yeah. versions of it, but it's the coronavirus that causes the cold. But the thing, and then to, to prohibit the use of medications that they knew worked were quite effective, had a 96 to 98 percent recovery rate if you actually even had any infection. 
But, you know, you take somebody like me. I've got chronic bronchitis. I've got asthma, severe allergies. Gee, I wonder how that test would work out on me. But they are cycling. It's not to be cycled above 35 cycles, the test, the swab sample they get. And they were taking it up to 35 or 37 and 40 and 45. And at this rate, what it does is collect anything, basically, that's floating around from previous infections or whatever. Just trash is what it's picking up. And they said, they came out and said, well, what we did, we identified the genome. Well, if you did that, then you identified the virus. So what's the virus? Oh, well, see, you don't understand. Yeah, I understand. You took pieces apart. You generated a computer model. And I said, you generating it is key there to make it look like what you're saying is true. But there again, you've got a bucket full of nothing. And I think people, they have closed down now, what, six of those vaccine clinics because nobody was coming in. And Mm -hmm. they said... There's almost 60% of the public has not been vaccinated. So this thing of requiring passports, which states are voting against it, you don't can't pass a law like that, like in Florida and Texas, um, no vaccine passports. They start saying, well, then you can't attend this and you can't fly and you can't do blah, blah, blah. We have the power of the purse. If I can't fly and I can't attend a game, I'm not going to spend my money with you. Now, there's more of us than there is is of them. It would take one day of not shopping, not buying a damn thing across the country, and you could fold this whole thing overnight. And it's it's all about money. It never was about anything else except maybe genocide. And we've got all the aces are in our hand if we'll just play them. But there again, you've got apathy. And then you've got people, like I said earlier, who are absolutely desperate to believe BS. I've never seen the American public so desperate to believe what obviously mm-hmm. is a contrived situation. It's just well, it's, nauseating. It's a, yeah, I mean, it's fear. They need to be a part of something, have a purpose. You know, there's many people that are just, you know, so, you know, after they've been, you know, beat down by being, you know, stuck inside, right? You know, I think there's two different there's two different outcomes is one you've got so many that are just like following the flow and, and, and caving into the, being plagued with false knowledge and misconceptions and are believing it without using their own mind. Right. And then you've got those that I believe, you know, while they were locked, locked in, you know, and, and couldn't go to work or were working from home, there are people getting mad and people were starting to do research on their own. And the base has built up for free thinkers much more. And that's good, too. It's the gravity. It is the, 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 the innate gravity that, 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 that the radical people, uh, are, what they're doing to and what they're willing to do to side with what they have caved into that really is not data that really is not facts it's the brainwashing right marty right stephen you know it's the brainwashing and it's what they're willing to do is so harmful that it's driving us it's driven us into such a dangerous place such a dangerous hope. This PCR test 
according to the man that invented it, was supposed to be calibrated for 17. They were running it at 40. That's why you got all the positive results. When they got caught, they lowered it to 25. Yep. Okay. And the old people, they got to get rid of us because we're the ones that's voting against their communist agenda. Yeah. And, you know, they don't want us talking. I found this out when I had two of my granddaughters with me for years, and um, the younger one came home one day, 4.0 student, came home the one day and was just mortified. She had gotten detention and a demerit, and I said she was just brokenhearted. And I said, for what? She said, because of what I said in civics class. I said, what did you say? It turned out that they were... Her teacher was talking about the Constitution, and she informed the class that it was an old, archaic document, and it really didn't apply anymore. Being my my granddaughter, she stood up and said, excuse me, you tell my grandma that, she'll rip your tongue out of your mouth. And at which point she got her demerit and got detention. So she comes home, hands me this slip. I went right back to the school. Got the principal, got the teacher down there, and the first thing she said to me, it, it, I hate condescension anyway, and, and in her best whiny voice said, you know, it would be better if you limited your conversations at home, Grandma. I said, <gasps> I'm not your grandma. And I said, the name is Miss Oakley, thank you. And I said, uh, and don't ever proceed to tell me what I can talk to my grandchildren about. She said, well, you know, it makes it difficult for me to, to uh, teach the curriculum when you're, you're teaching them something different at home. I said, well, maybe you shouldn't be a teacher because what you're teaching her is un-American. It's treason. Maybe you and should I teach said, the truth. Yeah, there you go. And I said, I'll tell you what, the next time you're going to talk like this, you remove my granddaughter from your class because I don't want her hearing this. And she said, she goes, I, I, like I'm going to, I said, oh, yeah, you are going to. And she's right. You stand up and say that the Constitution doesn't matter anymore. I will rip your tongue out of your mouth. And mm-hmm. she turned around to the principal and said, she threatened me. He said, I didn't hear a thing. And um, and I just told her, <laughs> and I ripped up that detention slip and threw it on the counter. And I said, uh She's not doing, and I said, you get that demerit off her file. And I said, or I'll see, see you in front of the district education board. And I left. But they, they don't. They don't want us older people telling these kids. This is another reason, maybe one far down on the line, but it's still there. Oh. We remember what it was like before this all started in earnest. Um, right, and they don't want us conveying that to the kids. They don't want us to tell these young people it wasn't always like this. But you know, Stephen, you brought up too about this, all this stuff going on for forty, fifty years. The the thing is, forty years ago, fifty, even thirty years ago, we didn't have the internet. So you had Chet, uh, what was it, David Brinkley and Chet, whoever he was. Um, who gave us the news, and, you know, at least they were respectable people, or so it seemed. And if somebody in D.C., one of our politicians, did something wrong, you'd never hear about it. And you wouldn't know about it till 20, 30 years later. 
you might suspect some things, but you had no way to because there was no reporting of any consequence then that would indict anyone unless they were getting ready to land on them like Nixon. And But it, the way it is now with the net, and everybody's got a cell phone with video and recording, they mess up and do something, it's on the net within five seconds. I mean, that's an exaggeration, I know, but what I'm saying is they can't hide it anymore. So their response to that is to turn around and make us the enemy. And I firmly believe our government views every one of us out here as their enemy. Um, we are the greatest well, the threat only, to their The only way to combat truth is to attack the messenger. Yes. That's the only yes. way to combat truth is to attack the messenger. And that's what's been going on. In every public situation, I mean, go back and look at every public situation. You attack the messenger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why Trump got attacked so much. He's telling too much truth, I guess. Yes. Oh, no doubt. No doubt, in my opinion. No, no doubt. But, you know, getting, you know, getting into people's pockets, you know. Getting in people's pockets, you know, bring down the prices of pharma, straighten out all kinds of things. I, I mean, it's it's pretty scary stuff. Indeed, it really it really is. It's um, yeah. I mean, if we just start connecting all the dots, and we might not all agree on exactly everything, but I think enough dots become connected that we can see what the agenda is. And, and, and the narratives that they're putting out there to achieve that agenda. And, and this is where, if we're divided, it makes it easier for them to achieve it because they're pitting us against each other, all of us. All of us. You know, it's kind of like, you know, I used to be fine with, you know, the women, women's rights and all that stuff, and I still am. But don't tell me that I have to wear pink ba 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 in order to uh, stand for women's rights. You, you know what I mean? When all of a sudden that you start adding on all these little add-ons. Well, if you do this, that means you have to follow this. You have to believe that. You have to believe this and that, right? Then it's like, screw you. No. Um, I'll just stand alone, thank you. You, you. you know what I mean? I'll stand alone with the people that stand by our constitution and, and, and not rape it from, from us and, 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 and ruin our country and the free world as we once knew it, far, not perfect, but more perfect than anybody else so far. What are we doing? Well, Stephen said it earlier as to the reason why they're after the elderly. I mean, who's more malleable, an old person or a young person? Who are you most likely to change their minds, an old person or a new person? Who's got the more wisdom? Who's got the more history? Who has the more knowledge? The elderly person versus the young person. Unless an older person is being taken advantage of Mm -hmm. because they're that much older. Yeah. But, yeah, when it comes to this stuff, you better believe it. They remember the the depression. They remember, you know. But, listen, um, our, our 90 minutes is almost up. Wow. Uh, it really, really flew by. I know the boards aren't quite as full as they would normally be. It's a it's a, a holiday, and, you know, Marty and I talked about this, but the archive's available uh, for those that 
you know, they said so on the on on the um, promotion and on the posts of the show, and hopefully people will listen to it. And hopefully the people are listening in um, through uh, through the live stream, and definitely I know they are through your show, Stephen. There no too, and I bet you Marty can say that you know some of the lines have lit up tonight since we've been on, and. Um, but I just want to thank you, uh, Stephen Burke, 89.9 KLRB-FM, Lighthouse Christian Radio, for being a part of this show, not just broadcasting it. And uh, James Treat, who is a public speaker, uh, a, a Level C corporate executive, retired, and, 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 and Marty and Advocate and Marty Oakley, uh, TS Radio Network. I want to thank you for being a part of making this show so stimulating and and. Uh, so so worthy of you know the of of listening to and and the listeners. I want to thank the listeners, but I also want to say before we uh, shut down, please tune in on Tuesday evening at seven thirty Central Time because we are going to talk about the Shriver brothers who were wrongfully convicted and are being released. Yahoo, Yahoo, uh, phenomenal uh, outcome. Ahead and Kathy Campbell came on uh, last year, about a year ago, and talked about the case. And uh, with all this dedication and hard work, uh, you know, they are being released. So please do tune in to uh, that show this Tuesday night on uh, Stephen Burke, uh, 89.9, and obviously Marty Opie's TS Radio Network. God bless everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Good night. I'm Tanya Hathaway. Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your stories told.